Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Two pieces of legislation, two very different results. COVID origins signed by President Biden, but ESG investing vetoed. The first veto by the president, uh, Joe Biden. Both of those pieces of legislation coming from Senator Mike Braun of Indiana. He joins us right now. Tony Katz, good to be with you, uh, Senator. And also, I should mention a candidate uh, for governor in Indiana in 2024. Um, I, I want to go through the one-two punch, but I, I got to ask about the 800-pound uh, gorilla, the possibility of former President Trump being indicted. Uh, we don't know whether this is going to happen, but people have been commenting. You have comments on this? You know, Tony, it's been interesting because if you go back to the first impeachment uh, as a freshman senator, I had to jump out uh, when I really wasn't interested in doing it. But I thought that was a railroad job. Obviously, it was. Um, I had to get a couple other senior senators to go jump in front of the mics uh, when Chuck Schumer was trying to litigate it each time with a weak case. So, you know, when I saw Trump come along back when I first started paying attention, to me, he represented half the country teed off with business as usual in D.C. I've been here a little over four years. You see it up close like I do. It's worse than what you'd imagine. So he gives a lot of material uh, to the competition to work with. But when you look at all of this stuff, it generally has a political angle to it. I'm not going to dismiss any of the merits of the case either. And for any of us that have come from the outside, uh, it's a constant struggle against the system itself. So where he's going to end up with this, I mean, they think they've got three or four ways to uh, get him or corner him. Um, been like that since he came down the escalator and got elected. But again, some of it you got to maybe uh, be personally accountable for as well. I still believe this place is messed up with the people that have been running it for a long time. He represents the opposite of that. It's playing out in a way that um, uh, who knows what's going to happen over the next a few months, uh, he's got a lot to contend with. So you you would argue that uh, while there may be things that Trump had done wrong, this, uh, the idea of an indictment, uh, based on what we know, you consider political? Definitely this thing in New York. I mean, this prosecuting attorney, why isn't he paying attention to his own backyard? I mean, these big cities and the fact that prosecutors, you know, we have a situation in our own state capital. Why aren't they litigating uh, the nuts and bolts of being a prosecutor on, I think, the issues that most people care about within their states. Here in uh, New York City, you know, they've been after him for a long time. And when you look at the particular case there, that is extremely weak. And we'll have to see where it goes. When there's that much interest, though, in taking someone down, they are going to push the envelope. And then it speaks to the issue of, Maybe you need to consider giving less material 
uh, for the competition to work with. But I'm on watching this in a similar way uh, for most of the time I've been here. Uh, he is an outsider. They don't like that. This place is run by the establishment, and you're, you're going to have this kind of political stuff. It's just getting to a fever pitch, and I don't know what's going to happen because he's surrounded by three or four issues. So let's move into the week that you had talking to Senator Mike Braun of Indiana, candidate for governor in the state of Indiana 2024, already declared. Uh, First, let's talk about the veto. Joe Biden's first veto is on your legislation talking about ESG, environmental social governance, uh, and the idea of how we allow investing to take place, how these large scale investors do it, taking money from other people who may or may not have a choice in where their investment dollar goes. You say that it shouldn't be based on factors that have nothing to do with the business. It shouldn't be based on ideological factors. And Joe Biden says, well, you're going to be keeping people from making real money if you take that away from them. So I'm going to veto this. What what was your response? So, first of all, it's a, a badge of honor to be able to put legislation out there that would elicit his first veto. Another example of I call them political enterprisers. If they can't get things done legislatively, they look at all the tools in the toolbox. And I think throughout the rest of his two years, uh, he is going to, through their administration, find any way through rulings. Uh, I think a lot of these agencies are weaponized from the EPA to many of the others to get their point of view across. It's part of what I've thought about them since I've gotten into politics. Uh, They're faster footed generally than we are, and they will push the envelope. So the only tool when you do have a ruling or an executive order, and I got a great staff. If you recall, we were the ones that weighed in, did the Congressional Review Act on that crazy idea of forcing everybody to get a vaccine down to uh, employers of 100 employees. Then the Supreme Court weighed in. And Tony, whenever you do this, it is going to be a message because obviously an administration is not going to sign something like that. But when you do make your point well, the Supreme Court came in on that vaccine mandate thing. Here they could do the same thing. Or a lower court could, because that's but, the but only go, remedy. But go with me, sir. Let me interrupt for a moment. Yeah. Go with me to the argument. Your point was was that we shouldn't, on a, on a federal level, be utilizing ESG as a a way of investing, or down to the to individual funds. What was it that you were actually advocating for, and what was it that Joe Biden actually vetoed? Okay, so if you go from the Clinton, Bush, Obama. Trump administrations, it's been the same ruling. You invest based upon the best return on investment. And I don't care if you invest in something, if it's ancillary, if it's a coincidence that you're putting it into a fund that might be looking at some longer term issue. I don't like the idea of pushing a woke agenda. I don't like the idea of pushing a conservative or a liberal agenda through a retirement account. But if you get the best return, which is what my point of view would reflect, Biden says you can't have that as the primary. Uh, you can you can include a interest in uh, ideology or a point of view as well as, and I think that should be ancillary, secondary to your return on investment. And the only case out there that 
studied it would have been Bloomberg when they took, if you would have avoided oil and gas, some of the energy stocks. Recently, it would have cost you 2.6% on what would have been an 8.9% return. That's close to a 30% difference. I don't even think the liberals would be interested in that if they found out it was going to cost them that much on their But you're not opposed to people. You're not opposed to individuals investing the way they want. This is about funds where money comes in from people who aren't aware necessarily of what the fund is doing. Exactly, and that's that fiduciary uh, responsibility that any money manager is going to have. And I don't think most people would be even into the fact or even know about it until they open their quarterly or annual statement up and say, what gives? Uh, Why is my return so poor? And I don't think the money managers are going to tell them about it. They can go ahead and do it. I think it ought to be clear that your guideline is get me the best return on investment and you can uh, that's the primary and if an individual says hey put me in some uh, climate stocks put me in some of the uh, new technology out there fine but don't let it to where the money manager can do it because most people aren't going to be paying that close attention to it they're going to expect the best return on investment by the numbers talking to senator mike braun of indiana you can find him on twitter you can find him all over the place also a candidate for governor in the state of indiana 2024 you also get president biden to sign something which is to declassify covid covid origins uh, the most amazing part about this is that you got the left to go along. Everybody seemed to go along with this idea, okay, let's declassify. Why is that? Well, number one, uh, this has got a backstory to it because we passed it two years ago, and I'm not sure that everybody is aware of that. That was not going to go anywhere because Nancy Pelosi was running the House. So we did it again now when there's been a lot of evolution on that, even from the FBI, from the Energy Department, I think, and when you hear stuff like that, Tony, my observation here is there must be something to it. And we did it again, and then they were in a pickle because Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans control the House. Uh, I got a call from Steve Scalise shortly after we ran it through again, and he was uh, almost giddy in the sense that they were going to get it to the floor. It's going to pass. Then every Democrat in the Senate had to be on it again. I was surprised every Democrat in the House was on it. But the issue has evolved to where most people have to say, uh, even if not with a straight face, they do it politically, we ought to expose what we've been holding in our intel agencies, in our own intel what we know about the origins of COVID. I mean, I never thought in my wildest dreams we'd ever get anything that had every senator, every representative on it, but they were kind of in a catch for that reason. Let's see what Biden does. He's got to reveal it within 90 days. That's part of uh, uh, this uh, bill. Are you anticipating anything, sir, before I I let you go? Are you anticipating something, something that, um, that you're like, oh, wait till America sees this? I'd be speculating there, Tony. All I can tell you is all the stuff that we've gathered during this whole COVID navigation 
in when they've been such a uh, protagonist, uh, the Democrats, the Biden administration, Fauci, on certain points of view, we ought to get it out there and see for ourselves. I have no real gut feel other than I think there might be more than what we currently know, uh, whether it'll be earth shaking or not. That's not the point. We ought to be able to see it, and make up our own minds. Mike Braun, Senator Mike Braun of Indiana, a candidate for governor in 2024, braun.senate.gov. Sir, I appreciate taking the time to be with us on the drivehebler.com hotline. Senator Braun, thank you. Matt Bear has got traffic. What's up, Matthew?